Alright crew, we're back in now. We've got Zach here presenting. So Zach will eat Alright, so Zach here guys at Zach Fry PT. And today I'm gonna to talk about mindfulness. Um, this past year I've started to dive into mindfulness um, and just learn about it more. I've used it as a way to coping with some uh, issues that have come up and stuff to do with particularly stress, um, anxiety, and all those sorts of things. And I think it's just important for everyone to work on and be aware of whether you do have some um, some of those things I was talking about before, or whether you are quite um, feel like you are quite good with your mental health. Um, either end of the spectrum, I just think it's really important to have that. Um, and just be aware of it because it can bring a lot about things like perspective and all of that which I'll slowly dive into here. So I'm going to start off with a, <clears throat> this is a quote I saw, um, I watched a few videos, did some research um, and it said, basically it said, <clears throat> why is it that some people are more vulnerable to life's slings and arrows and others are more resilient? Um, so just think about that while we're talking and then I want to come back to the end and might give you a... Um, have a bit of a better idea of why. So basically why people, when they face adversity, some people, they thrive, they do really well. And then some people, you know, might not be able to adjust as well and, you know, close up um, and then deal with all those sort of negative emotions. So what is mindfulness? Um, uh, it's defined as the basic human ability to be fully present and aware of where we're going, what we're doing and not be overly reactive or overwhelmed by what's going on around us. Um, with mindfulness, you practice um, bringing your attention back to the present moment, um, and it's a skill that you can develop through meditation, um, mental training, and it derived from, I think it's sati, I'm not sure if I pronounced that correctly, which is an element of Buddhist traditions. And the best way I like to describe it is that it's paying attention and being present with kindness and non-judgment and just being aware of your thought process and what's going on. Um, so a stat I came across was that from the US that 47% of the time humans aren't paying attention to the present and what they're doing in the moment. Their mind's drifting off to other things from the past or things they're thinking about from the future. And from those who did have the higher wandering mind, they were found to be less happy. Um, so the nature, so I'll talk about, a bit about the nature of the human brain. Um, so obviously some of the biggest mental health issues that we often deal, deal with, they result in feelings of loneliness, negative self-talk, shame, and a lack of meaning and purpose. I think we can all relate to that in some capacity. When we're feeling quite bad, we do feel those emotions quite a lot. Um, so from there, there's four pillars of a healthy mind, which I've found. Um, the first one being awareness. So it's being present in the moment, um, which is also called meta-awareness. So just being in the moment, not thinking about things that have gone in the past or worrying about something that might happen in the future. We have connection, which is to do with like interpersonal relationships, um, being in touch with your emotions like empathy, compassion, positivity. From there we have purpose, which is having a strong sense of where your life is heading and being in control of your life. Um, and I like to say, it's being woke enough to realize that boring tasks like doing your washing or taking out the rubbish, they actually all have a meaning in your life. So everything you do 
does have its meaning, you know, because you gotta do your washing so you can have clean clothes. You have clean clothes, you look good, you feel good, everyone's like, damn, nice fit, like, you know, so even though these things... Who's last time you heard that? <laughs> Never, not for me anyway, so Mom feel free to comment. But um, yeah, you know, you might think that something is really pointless in the moment, but it's just being able to realise that there's actually more to it than what, mm. what meets the eye. And the last one is self-control. And it's just being able to control your thoughts, feelings, emotions, actions, and also to understand why you're feeling feeling a certain way. Um, so when you're in a situation where you might start feeling certain emotions, it's being able to draw back and go, okay, why am I feeling pissed off at this person? Or why am I feeling upset about this situation? It's coming back and thinking, okay, let's sort of just be present. We don't need to feel these negative emotions all the time because maybe the issue we have at hand isn't actually as significant as we're making it out to be. Um, and from that, what I like about the self-control is something that um, I come back to quite a bit is that it's good to be aware of your actions as well and the damage that they can cause. Um, you might get mad at someone for some reason um, and then that might trigger the person who you've gotten mad at and then they could lash out on someone else. So if, an example I like to lose, use is if you're in the shops or something and someone's got their trolley in the way and you're like, am I allowed to like, swear? Yeah, go for yeah, it. So you're like, you're, oh, you fucking dickhead, like move your trolley out of the way or you're in the car and someone cuts you off, you're like, oh, fuck you. You get really worked up and you, you, you continue to, you know, oh, hang on, you get like worked up and you're thinking you're mad now. So you go home and then you're already worked up and you, I don't know, your partner says something that might be a bit annoying and you lash out at them, you get pissed off at them and from there you're in an argument now, you're not talking. All because some person didn't cut you off or they didn't move their trolley in the shops. And it comes back to what I was saying about those simple tasks being quite significant in the long scheme. It's like these little things aren't actually going to make a difference. And the same thing is, you know, this person, you beep the horn, you flip them the bird. Um, Did that the other day. Yeah, it's like you, you know, it's either, it could be one what way. You, Tara? <laughs> In the car? Yeah. Um, twice, though. First one I let go. Yeah. The second one I did not. Yeah. But I was, I was pissed all, and then my heart was racing. Yeah, and then exactly. I was like, why have I let him upset me? Yeah, and then you're on the road and you're, stressed and you might not be focused and mm. I mean worst case scenario it could be dangerous you know because you're yeah. not all mentally there mm. um and I guess what I'm I was throwing you yeah no, no it's all right um and so what I was saying is that you've gotten pissed off at this person you've flipped in the bird you know throwing some swear words at them and you know they might have seen it one thing they're going to do is they're going to go oh cool they don't they don't give a shit they're going to drive they're going to live their life it's not going to bother them um, or another sense is like they could be going through a lot you know there could be a lot of stuff that you don't know about that's going on with them so just like us we think about our life and how complex it is the person who's in the car next to you has the exact same things going on but they could be in a much worse place than you and sometimes little things like that can trigger so rather than you being the person that goes home pissed off they've gone and they've got to deal with you know their kids in hospital or they're going through divorce, they have really serious money stresses. Um, so then it comes back to, yeah, just being aware of other people and have that perspective. 
Um, okay, cool. And then with our mindsets, there's two different ways that we can learn as humans. Uh, we have declarative learning, which is basically just learning how to do things, things like values, morals, etc. And from there, we have procedural learning, which is actually taking the things we know and putting them into practice. So it's knowing, you know, what good morals are. So you can know what they are, then it's actually the process of putting them into practice. So it's important to be aware of how to know what something is and then know how to, how to actually put it into practice. Um, and then it's actually quite incredible because studies have found that when individuals practice procedural learning, um, they did a study over 30 days, um, the frontal cortex of their brain, which is responsible for the positive emotions, was strengthened significantly. So this is just from um, taking those, I suppose, good habits, good um, positive emotions and just trying to practice them. I think it was only about 15 minutes a day. Um, yeah, that part of their brain that actually produces good emotions became stronger and more prominent. Um, so that means you only need a really short time frame to actually see these benefits, which from my experience with practicing this mindfulness, I've noticed 100% like being in control of your emotions, um, just being more mentally aware and mentally sort of stable. It, um, it definitely works. So, you know, it could just be five minutes in the car in the morning, just thinking about something you're grateful for, thinking about your day ahead and just being really present with yourself. Um, so the next thing I'm going to talk about is being present. So in a busy life, particularly like we've all, um, you know, have quite busy lives or, you know, working, business, um, family, studies, all that sort of stress. Um, it's always quite busy. And so it's easy for people to get caught up in, particularly for us, things that have happened in the past or things that have happened that are in the present. Um, and this can lead to obviously stress and anxiety. But it's important to know that the past and the future are out of our control. And when we're free of both, and when we're free both of these and we're in the present, you're free of the suffering and the stresses that come with it. So if you're thinking back onto something that's happened before, like we said before, maybe that person cut you off and still pissing you off an hour later, you're still suffering from that. Whereas if you're present and you forget about it, you don't have that stress anymore. What are your tips for letting that go? Because I'm not very good at letting shit go. Um, I mean, just, I think, I like to look at, the thing that I've found best is like that perspective thing. Mm -hmm. For me, I've sort of gone, okay, that person's done that, but what could be going on in their life that's made them, made them do that? Maybe they've got mm -hmm. the stresses on. I mean, it's, <clears throat> I almost assume that everyone's got a lot going on mm -hmm. and you don't want to... Um, you don't want to try to and it. react to it. Mm -hmm. And I think as humans, everyone's inherently good. Mm -hmm. I think, you know, that person in the car next to you is probably the same as you. Like I said, we've got our life, they've got their life. They could be, you know, a mum with kids and, you know, she's just hasn't really seen you or whatever. Mm -hmm. They might have seen you, stuff like that. Um, so, yeah, it's just trying to, I guess, come back to the present and think mm -hmm. it's done now. You know, you were safe, nothing bad happened. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's not the end of the world. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, it's not a bad thing to have because if, yeah. Oh, it's a good way of thinking. It's a good way to just sort of think because then you're like, oh. Yeah. I'm never going to see that person again. You can't control it. Yeah. Yeah. 
always um, find in the city too. Anytime everyone cuts me off to get like one spot in front of me, I'm like, that's cool, man. Like, I'll see you at the next red light. That's the thing. I was like, you're going to see them there anyway. It's just like, I know that person's probably in a rush, but luckily for them, they're one car space. Yeah, yeah and that's the thing. You end up like at the same yeah. stoplights. Um, and two good messages I found is that you can't change the past. Yeah, you literally can't. There's nothing you can do to change the past. Um, you can't force the future either. What's going to happen is going to happen. So the best thing you can do is just make the best decision in the present moment. So when a situation comes, just try your best to do the best you can, I guess. Um, so I talk about mindfulness and stress now because um, mindfulness is a great way to help with reducing stress and dealing with it. Um, so I found that allows us to experience stress differently. It um, and particularly for us, um, there obviously might be different for people listening around the world. But you know, we are very lucky to live in the country that we do. Um, the freedoms we have, the resources we have, it's amazing. It's I'd say it's the best country in the world. You know, um, yeah, God's country. So you know, it's something as simple as that. But. We have all our freedoms. Are we going to start singing the national anthem now? <laughs> no, we're not going that far. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's just about when you are going through some stresses, just sort of come back to, um, I guess, how lucky we are. And then that we do have issues. We could have these issues and be living in a shithole where you can't, I don't say that respectfully, but in a way where, you know, you don't have water, you can't have food. <laughs> You're, um, you're in the desert. You're in the desert. <laughs> yeah. Um, and also find that it helps us to make better decisions because when we're in control of our emotions, you can think clear. You think with a clear head and you can be more compassionate and empathetic in your actions. So like we were saying before, when you're thinking in that positive mindset and you're aware of what's going on, rather than beeping the horn and flipping the bird, just, just keep driving. That's what I do now. I'm like, I'm not going to let someone cutting me off, annoy me, mm. because there's a lot bigger issues that will arise and you don't need that added stress. It's just not worth it in the grand scheme of things. And I'm not targeting this at you, I'm just using no, that as a, as a, um, it's just a good yeah. example yeah. to use because I think most people can relate. Yeah. Um, and I found that when we are mindful, it just allows us to cope with the stress better and bounce back from adversity in life because when you reduce that stress and you try and pull yourself away from whatever situation has happened, whatever stress you've got going on, you can just make better decisions, you've got that clear in mind, and you can try and push on rather than um, closing in, which is really easy to do, but when we stop thinking about the past and we start being in the present, we're able to make those decisions a lot a lot better. Um, and then I will have a quick talk about mindfulness in sport, because um, as a powerlifter, it's actually very... Um, I use it quite a lot, uh, it's obviously different, but I mean, I'm sure we've all heard them before, but you've got things like imagery and visualisation, so I'll use the example of going for like a squat, you say, um, just imagining you know, yourself squatting that weight, coming back up, racking it, white lights, it's good, um, so I help it improves your confidence, and then it can help you focus in and get your height, because you're like, oh yeah, I can do this. Um, positive self-talk is another really good one, so you can do it like internally or externally, if you're just you know, reinforcing those positive cues in your head, like we're gonna do it, we're gonna smash it, 
or you just yell at yourself like, come on, or yeah, buddy, or lightweight, um, also work quite well. Nothing but peanut. Yeah, this also I find helps with focus, hypes you up, and then it also can um, get those arousal levels up to where they need to be. Obviously, you don't want to. Blow the load and go too high. But <laughs> 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 but, um, oh, sorry. First you said arousal, and then you said blow the load. Yeah. I was like, yeah. wow. Yeah, exactly. uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, this is what sport is this? <laughs> <laughs> um, another good one is <laughs> is um, music. So chucking your headphones on, putting on some bangers or some Ziz motivation. <laughs> Um, I hope it just gets you into that flow state, um, gets you into gets your groove, gets the blood flowing, the blood flowing. Three seconds. and then um, I suppose all this adds up into routine, so you do the same thing, your same setup all the time, just keep it the exact same, um, and just channels, I think it just channels all your former lifts and all your prep, you're like, okay, again for the powerlifting example, all the training you've done, all the prep you've done leading up. It's come to this, so let's use all that and let's, let's fucking hit it. Um, so, let's have a bit of fun. Let's practice some mindfulness now. So, um, yeah, everyone listening, you're be... everyone listening, yeah, you're get ready. Well. Light yeah. a candle, put on some music. No, <laughs> um, so around. just get, get the oil. Yeah. So <laughs> everyone, yeah. everyone just sit up. Get struck. Close your eyes, and I want you to inhale through the nose for five seconds. And then you're going to exhale for 10 seconds. So it's important that we exhale longer than we inhale. So let's just do that a few times. Keep doing that. And just want you to feel your breathing. Focus on your breathing. Let's not get distracted. Just keep coming back to that breathing. I want you to forget about any stresses you might have and just focus on your breathing. Good. Think about a loved one in your life, someone who you're very grateful for. Think about something that happened today that you're grateful for. And then if your mind wanders, just come back to that breathing. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so Cam, you can definitely practice more of the uh, breathing. But yeah. I just hear this like... We'll leave that there, but um, yeah, that's a simple way you can do it. It's just, you know, being in control of that breathing because I find How that... do you keep getting your mindfulness back, though? Cause just I keep focusing on your breathing. Like, oh, I've got to go and get something for dinner. Just come back to that. I think, for me, it's just, really it just comes back, to that, comes back to that breathing. Just, yeah. just like, don't just attach onto them. They're, just, they're like, like clouds like passing just by. Just counting. Yeah, like it's all you're thinking about. I'll give you a yeah. tip. So, like, there's this method that they taught us in the military. It's called box breathing. Mm. And you breathe in for four seconds. Mm. Two, three, four. Hold for four seconds. Breathe out four seconds. Uh, and then continue that cycle. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just keep doing that. But my yeah. mind can be down. racing while I'm yeah. still doing that. And, um, <laughs> like, eventually it'll calm you down. Yeah, I feel like we're practicing. Yeah. switching off, I yeah. have trouble. Because I think as well is, um, I think it's called your amygdala or something yeah. in your brain. It actually takes, like... I think it's 30 seconds or something to stop. So when you're stressed out, you're sort of in like a, have some adrenaline going. Mm -hmm. It takes, I think about 30 seconds or something for that to actually calm down and for you to come back. Yeah. So that's why you do that. You know, whether it's the four or five seconds in, 10 seconds out, you do that two, three times and you should be, come back to that present. Those emotions should, should leave. Yeah. Um, 
So yeah, I find that just breathing something that's constant and you can focus on yourself because we don't actually, obviously we um, we don't need to try. Can we get something? We um. He's going deadlift now. Just walk it over. And wait for the bag. Just drop it. Um. So yeah, breathing obviously is one of the things that we don't have to try to do, but when we focus on it, it can take our mind off everything else. So I find that helps well. Sometimes I might have an allergic heart attack and I'm like, dude, just don't breathe. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like cliche and you hear it all the time, but actually just breathe. Like it actually, it helps that a lot. deep breathing into yeah. your belly, not the chest. Yes. And then come back to that gratefulness and bring back that perspective. <laughs> um, and so every 60 seconds, our senses pick up a million bit, 11 million bits of information. Um, and from that 11 million, we're actually only conscious of about 60. Million. So, no, 60. 60. So out of 11 million, we're only actually conscious of 60. Um, so it's important that those 60 bits that we do take in, you want them to be present and you want them to be positive. If there's something you're looking at, you're like, I don't like the look of that, then... I like how you looked at the air bike. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> damn you, air bike. Straight facts there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I suppose from that, after hearing what we've heard, I'll come back to that quote and it says, why is it that some people are more vulnerable to life's slings and arrows and others are more resilient? Um, and for me personally, I think that when you are able to be present and focus on what's going on, the positivity, that's how you respond better to adversity you face in life. So rather than, you know, I mean, obviously it's hard, but rather than, you know, closing yourself off, really building those negative emotions, um, try and focus more on the present moment and positivity and how to just keep building and come back from whatever, whatever you've experienced. Um, so is there any, any questions or anything anyone wants to add? That's oh, good. Yeah, Maybe if you uh, individually want to go around and share something that works um, for each other, like each of you, that works well for you. Um, Tara, do you get this? So that you find works well for you throughout life. Oh, to be like more mindful. Yeah. Um, mine would be just more being more grateful. Like having yeah. lost someone very close to me makes me very grateful for being healthy yeah. and not taking that for granted. Definitely. That would be yeah, my, much yeah. 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 Um, I just think like when I go for walks and I listen to like a podcast, I have to consciously yeah. focus on what they're saying because I tend tend to like drift off into my thoughts quite a bit. Mm. But if I have something I have to like pay attention to and like walking's really grounding, that helps me um be less all over the place. But I feel like also if you can build like a negative habit in your life, there was like a that's a there was a way you got to doing that so you can um, also build positive habits in your life. Um, and the more you do a behaviour, the thicker the neural pathways in your brain get. So um, if you keep doing the negative habits or thought processes, it's just going to become more easy to do that. And the only way to get rid of that really is to um, replace it with something like a different way of doing it. And the more you do it, the easier it will get and become automatic. Mm -hmm. Um, In the mornings, um, like setting your morning up for like what you want and having intentions. So like you know what you're doing and if things do go wrong, you can like bring your mind back to like what your plans were for the day and yeah. feeling like you have a bit more control sometimes. Yeah, definitely. That's a really yeah. good one. Man, gratefulness. I think yeah. I'll wake up every day like hell happy. Yeah. Because I yeah. love the country that like we live in. Yeah. It's like seemed like 
places that have not liked yeah, this. So I appreciate it, yeah. it so much. Yeah. So and I appreciate the relationships in my life. Like everyone like around me makes yeah. me happy as shit, man. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Love it. Mine's always just remembering you are fully in control. It's yeah. like unless you're in jail, you have one hundred percent control over your life. Like you doesn't matter where you live, you can control where you live you can control what you eat you can control what you do in the day so whenever you feel like it's going out of control stop make a plan execute it change it mm-hmm. yeah. yeah yeah thanks for listening to my TED talk <laughs> <laughs> drop Zach that was so good, good. I love yeah. it yeah.